Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Maya Angelou giving life advice. I chose this clip because Maya Angelou was just filled with wisdom. It seemed like every time she spoke, she was dropping bombs. In today's clip, she gives a few key lessons. One of the lessons that stood out to me was her interaction with Tupac. She mentioned that it's important that we speak to each other with courtesy. And I think that's lost on a lot of people. But I also think that it's important to speak to yourself with courtesy. Respect yourself and respect who you are. You'll never be disciplined if you're always a tyrant to yourself. The last thing that stood out to me was that she didn't speak for years. She read poetry and she learned a lot. And by the time she actually did speak again, she had a lot to say. I think that's important for so many people to remember. You don't need to have a comment for everything. You don't need to have thoughts on everything. It should also apply to what you consume. A lot of people fall into the trap of listening to influencers talk about how they make money or reading blogs online and stuff like that of how people made a lot of money. In reality, they don't have very much to say. So keep that in mind when you're consuming things and when you're talking. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. People will very often try to respond to you on the level on which you address them. So if you say, aren't you wonderful? Aren't you splendid? My goodness, you're beautiful. Oh, you're so bright. People will try, even if they're not, they really will try to lift themselves up to that. On the other hand, if you say, you know, you're a dog, you really are so low, you'll never be anybody. In fact, you're nobody now and you never have been. Sooner or later, that person will address, will respond on the level on which he or she is addressed. Mm -hmm. He will say figuratively or literally, let me show you where dog is. Let me show you where low really is. I will show you that. Years ago, I did a movie called Poetic Justice. And there was a young man the first day who cursed so I couldn't believe it. I walked around behind him and tried to ignore him. But the second day, he and another young man, black man, ran to each other and they were about to fight and hundreds of of, uh, extras started to run away. But one black man walked up to the two young men and I walked up and I took one by the by his shoulder. I said, let me speak to you. He said, if these men you do, would do. I said, let me speak to you, honey. <laughs> if I tell you something, these I said, no, let me talk to you, please. And I, he finally calmed down. And I said, do you know how much you needed? Do you know what you mean to us? Do you know that hundreds of years of struggle have been for you? You? Please, baby, take a minute. Don't lose your life on a Zoom. I put my arm around him. He started to weep. The tears came down. That was Tupac Shakur. He, I took him, I walked him down into a little gully and kept his back to the people so they wouldn't see him. And I used my hands to dry his cheeks. And I kept talking to him sweetly, sweetly. For the next week while I was on that film, whenever I walked by, he would be saying, so I told you, Good morning, Miss Angela. <laughs> Dears, try to introduce courtesy into your speech to each other. 
you have no idea what it will do for your brother or sister to whom you speak. Mm -hmm. And you surely have no idea what it will do for you. It will lift you up. I've tried a lot of things. Yeah. I've failed at some things and succeeded at yeah, some. Yeah, but what I love about you is, is that you have, you have attacked it all with great passion. I, mean, I can look at all the books here that you have written. I can look at all the things you've done from journalist to poet to writer to actor to producer, all of those kinds of things which suggest this uncommon confidence in yourself and willingness to risk. Yes. Failure. Yes, yes, but it, maybe it's more dangerous Plus to talent. risk to risk success. Well, a lot of people don't really want success. I've never understood this that. Is, this is true. It's, it's you mean because they don't want it, and the best evidence of that is that they they fail. They fail. They and fail. the best evidence of that is they don't try things. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. But to to succeed means that I mean you're in front of uh, God and and lots of responsible people and. You have to to either eat your words or or stand by them. I think that um, I have agreed a long time ago, Charlie Rose. This may be what I my my greatest blessing. I agreed long a long time ago that I would die. Now, if I can admit that that no matter what happens. I will do this thing. Yeah. This is the biggest bugaboo of them all. I will do that. Well, then, why couldn't I attempt something lesser? Yeah. So I will try. I won't say severely raped. All rape is severe. Um... The rapist um, was a person very well known to my family. I was hospitalized. Um, the rapist was let out of jail and was found dead that night. And the police suggested that the rapist had been kicked to death. I was seven and a half. I thought that I had caused the man's death because I had spoken his name. That was my seven and a half year old logic. So I stopped talking for five years. Now, to show you again how out of evil there can come good. In those five years, I read every book in the black school library. I read all the books I could get from the white school library. I memorized James Weldon Johnson, Paul Lawrence Dunbar, County Cullen, and Langston Hughes. I memorized Shakespeare, whole plays, 50 sonnets. I memorized Edgar Allan Poe, all the poetry. Never having heard it, I memorized. I had Longfellow, I had Guy de Maupassant, I had Balzac, Rudyard Kipling, 
I mean, it was a Catholic kind of reading and Catholic kind of story. When I decided to speak, I had a lot to say and many ways in which to say what I had to say. I listened to the black minister. I listened to the melody of the preachers. And I could tell when they would start up on that kind of thing, when would you know they mean to take our souls straight to heaven, or whether they meant to dash us straight to hell. I understood it. So out of this evil, which was a dire kind of evil, because rape on the body of a young person, more often than not, introduces cynicism. And there is nothing quite so tragic as a young cynic, because it means the person has gone from knowing nothing to believing nothing. In my case, I was saved in that muteness, you see, in the sorda, I was saved. And I was able to draw from human thought, human disappointments and triumphs, enough to triumph myself.